Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends, Corey, Jed, and Kurt, at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. Hi, this is Tim Del Toro. And I'm Lou Angel Wolf, and we are the Grease Gurus. Our show is broadcast every Saturday morning live at WTAN 10 Talk Radio 1340. That's 10 o'clock every Saturday morning for an automotive forum that is flavored with humor and insight. We encourage you to call in and be part of the Grease Gurus show. We'd love to have you, and we will certainly help you find your inner grease. This show is sponsored by Tim's Performance Service Center in beautiful Tarpon Springs at 906 Verona Place, and you can reach us personally at 727-543-1601. Aha. <laughs> I want to drink your blood. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and they're coming to take me away. Ha ha, they're coming to take me away. Ho ho, hee hee, ha ha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away. You thought it was a joke, and so you laughed. You laughed. Hey, guys, this is Courtney Hansen, and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Set the way back machine. Yes, sir, Mr. Peabody. Here's where I'm at. I'm in the main hall, but I think I'm going to walk around the corner here because it is going to get a little noisier in a second. 
And um, so I'm going to walk around here and come down the steps. But let me tell you, this is the place to come. You hear me talk about bucket list. You hear me talk about all the shows, like, for example, the ones, the four events, the major events that I have to attend every year, and I think everybody else should attend, is definitely SEMA. It's B2B, so you got to be in the business of some shape or form. And then uh, Scottsdale, Collector Car Week, Amelia Island, Collector Car Week, and then Monterey, Collector Car Week. Those are the four biggies that you got to go to. Because if you're in this world of cool cars and custom cars and cruisers and hot rods and big, nasty 4x4 trucks, you got to go to these events. This is where you'll meet everybody. This is where you see everybody. This is where you network. Just give me an idea. A few minutes ago, I was talking to Horny Mike. A few minutes before that, I was talking to Pat Bob Bonrun from Bon Bon Racing. Remember, Bob Bonrun won the 65 World Championship in the, in the uh, 289 Cobra Daytona Coupe. Uh, a few minutes before that, I was talking to uh, Jesse Combs, you know, all girls bra, she used to be on there, and the fastest girl on two wheels, you know, or four wheels now, I'm not sure I lost track, you know, two wheels, four wheels. Uh, you name it, the celebrities, you know, Jeff Bush was out there a little earlier, I saw him, and uh, the list goes on and on, and I think at one point I was even up by knees texting and doing some social media, Wayne Green, you walked by, I said, hey, you know how to text? And I said, no, you're right, I don't, look up, Wayne Green, so he's had a big hello. A lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of interviews going on. Any interview you can imagine is here. SEMA, Special Equipment Marketing Association. What that is, that's the largest convention in the world, specifically in the United States, that is dedicated strictly to our hobby. Cars, cars, and more cars. So without further ado, I think we have a guest on the line. Did we, Tommy? Yeah. Ready to go. Okay. All right. So uh, I think we got, uh, who's on the line here right now? I kind of lost track of everybody who's on the phone here. From Gojack, right? Al, hey, how you doing? Al Coquero, right? Did I pronounce your name right? You got it right. All right. So, Al, welcome to Nostalgia Getting Cars. Now, you work with the company called Gojack. And for all my listeners, those of us in the wrecking yard salvage business, towing business, we use Gojack because that's basically the coolest roller skates that you can put under your car and move it around in the shop. So, if you're by yourself, you got a set of Gojacks. You don't need a jack. You just got a Gojack. You spread them apart. Slide them underneath the wheels, step on the little pedal, crank them up a little bit, takes the car completely off the ground by maybe an inch or two so you can roll that baby around. And it's got four corners on it so you can spin it around 360 degrees. Al, tell us a little bit about Gojack and some of your newest products you got. All right. Well, uh, I'll give you a little history of Gojack. Uh, I was in the auto. Yeah, tell us a little bit about Gojack. Exactly. Yeah, I was in the auto body business from 1969 up until oh, around 95. And uh, I guess it was in the early 80s I was ripping out an old spray booth, putting in a new one, and I needed to change the internal flow in my building. And if I was to move cars three bays sidewards, I could enhance the floor space and uh, it would have saved me a tremendous amount of uh, money in the long run. So I was looking at different ways of moving cars sideways, basically, and I looked at tracks and dollies and rollers, and the only thing that I really liked was an in-ground conveyor, but that was way too much money. And uh, as, you know, luck may have it, I ultimately thought of the idea of two rollers uh, on the opposite sides of the lower portion of a tire. And if you had a way of pulling those together, the tire would have no place to go but up. And to make a long story short, uh, that's what I did. Um, in 84, we began to produce them. And today or this year actually is our 33rd year making Bojack. Um, they're used in most of the uh, car facilities, repair garages, towing people, repossessors. Um, I mean, we've had 
just brought us in such a variety of, of places. Sometimes it's comical. Um, but in any event, uh, it's a family business. My wife and I have been doing this since the beginning. My son has recently joined us. And uh, we've come up with uh, a new Bojack that will accommodate dual-wheel pickup trucks, which apparently is a big demand. People are always asking us for that. Um, we also have another product that uh, I, I really like. It's a uh, pneumatic floor jack. I was at SEMA, actually, about five years ago. And I was speaking to a guy who had multiple tire locations, and he told me in the conversation how many floor jacks he throws out at the end of the year, and it blew my mind. And I said, my God, there's got to be a better way than just throwaway floor jacks. So I've been working on a design where it's, um, it uses a uh, an, an air spring, which basically is a convoluted rubber bag that, once inflated, generates power. And depending upon the diameter of the bags, you can you know, lift a considerable amount of weight. So the design that we have right now uh, will lift. We have two designs, one that will lift cars or loads up to 2,500 pounds, the other one up to 3,600 pounds. And the whole idea behind it was to make a device that would exceed the life expectancy of multiple floor jacks. So uh, we have, I believe, done that. In fact, before we came to the scene show, we designed a uh, testing device that would enable this jack to support a load continuously. And we cycled this thing uh, day and night until it went over 100,000 cycles. We took the jack apart at that point, inspected it, and uh, there's virtually no wear. So we were real thrilled about that. That 100,000 cycles in uh, reality converts to using that jack 10 times a day, seven days a week for 27 years. So I don't think anybody's going to be in a business that long, but it just proves that the jack is, has the potential of doing what we set out to do, which is to outlast the hydraulic floor jacks, which today, unfortunately, wind up to be throwaways. So with that, we're at the SEMA show. Um, people like the product. Uh, we're showing it here for the first time. My son is having uh, a good day. He likes to talk to people. He's a smart kid. He's much smarter than me. And uh, it's a family business, and so far we're having a good time. So that's it in a nutshell. That's it. Now, if people want to find out more about GoJack, how they go about it, and how do they get it? Well, you can go to gojack.com at all times. That's G-O-J-A-K.com. We have a pretty nice website. It has all our products on there. Uh, typically, you can buy GoJack on our website. You can buy it from uh, many distributors out there. Uh, we sell primarily to the warehouse distributor, who in turn is reselling it to the tool distributors, paint stores, auto parts stores. And I, I, if you were to call um, the 800 number uh, or go on to the website, you'd be able to comment for this product. Excellent, excellent. Well, Al, I want to thank you for taking a few minutes for hanging out with us here on the South Pacific Cars. I know it's a little bit noisy here in the background. You're in North Hall. I'm cutting through the building right now. But you enjoy the rest of the show. And we've got some more guests and we've got some more stuff coming to you guys uh, live here from SEMA 2017. Al, take care. We'll be in touch. Thanks very much, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you. And you got a great product there, by the way. Tommy, we have our next guest on the line. Go 
midnight hour is close at hand. Creatures crawl in search of blood to terrorize your neighborhood. And whosoever shall be found without the soul for getting down must stand and face the hounds of hell and rot inside a corpse's shell. Tim Del Toro. And I'm Lou Angel Wolf, and we are the Grease Gurus. Our show is broadcast every Saturday morning live at WTAN 10 Talk Radio 1340. That's 10 o'clock every Saturday morning for an automotive forum that is flavored with humor and insight. We encourage you to call in and be part of the Grease Gurus show. We'd love to have you, and we will certainly help you find your inner grease. This show is sponsored by Tim's Performance Service Center in beautiful Tarpon Springs at 906 Verona Place, and you can reach us personally at 727-543-1601. Aha. Looking for car shows? Then look no further than FLACarshows.com. On your computer or on your mobile device, FLACarshows.com is a comprehensive list of automotive events plus videos and news articles. Whether you're looking for car shows, cruise-ins, meetups, automotive festivals, cars and coffees, or anything else relating to an internal combustion engine, then this is a site for you. Check it out online or on your phone at FLACarshows.com. <laughs> I want to drink your blood. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. We're back. <laughs> you know what? I think that's my actual recording. Hey, we're tuned into, or not we, you are tuned into Nostalgia Pitting Cars. And uh, so I want to thank everybody for tuning in. I think we got our next guest on the line. And we, again, like I said, we're live from SEMA here. And I've got David Odegaard on. And David is with United Pacific Industries. And they can make a really cool product. It's a sequential turn signal unit, among other things, for classic and contemporary cars. David, how are you doing? Welcome to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Great. Hey, Robert. I'm doing great. We're here on the floor in our booth at SEMA. And, yeah, the uh, sequential tail lighting is uh, super popular right now for classic uh, vehicles. Uh, a great retrofit and a great safety item. So tell us a little bit how it works and how people can find out about it, and if they want to put it in their car, how do they go about doing it? Yeah, so what we do is we make a brand-new lens for your classic Camaro or Mustang, 67, 68, 65, 66, and in the lens we embed uh, new LED circuit boards. The LED circuit boards are set up with that classic uh, sequential, you know, tail lighting that was like on the Thunderbirds, the Shelbys, and the Cougars. It's all electronic, hassle-free, plug-and-play. Um, the... Uh, uh, 
the only thing you need to do is uh, take out your original light bulb and and lens and replace it with our new unit. Excellent, excellent. Okay, so what's the cost of a unit like that? Let's say I want to convert my 65 Mustang over to uh, sequential units. How do, how much does it cost? The sequential taillights are about 55 bucks a piece, so that's 110 to do the car. And you also need a turn signal flasher, which is about another 12 bucks. And uh, that's it. You get a lifetime warranty with that as well. Uh, Interesting. You know, all plug and play. There's not one wire cut on your classic vehicle. Okay. Are there any extra relays or anything like that, or is it's all self-contained, and I just have to change the the flasher unit? It's all it's all self it's all self-contained. So there's nothing nothing to do other than uh, plug it in the original light bulb socket in the back and uh, put your you know your chrome bezel back on in, in the case of a Mustang, or uh, install it back through the uh, trunk area in the case of a Camaro. Okay. Now I noticed you had a pretty nice display there. You're right, and uh, kind of like on one of the main drags there in Central Hall, and you had this really cool uh, looked like a stainless. 32 Ford pickup truck or something like that. So what else does uh, Pacific Industries do? What are you known for? Yeah, we're known for beyond the classic lighting is uh, we manufacture steel body panels, and one of our signature items is the 1932 Ford five-window coupe, all steel body, Ford license, exactly as original. And at SEMA right now in our booth, just today we launched the uh, reveal of our new 1932 Ford truck steel body, uh, and cab. So you can now build a brand new 1932 Ford truck. And that kind of dovetails this year with a hundred years of Ford trucks that Ford Motor Company is, uh, is, uh, proudly, uh, advertising as part of their heritage for this year. Okay, so let me see if I understand this correctly. So basically, you're building these cars and stamping these bodies and fenders and 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 and, and uh, metal components with the blessing of Ford Motor Company. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, wow, that's interesting. That's cool. Ford uh, Ford inspects our product. Uh, they help us with some of the engineering, and uh, you know they they fully uh, uh, embrace you know all of their legacy products. Okay. And now, for example, let's say I wanted to buy one of those. What would my cost be, and then what do I use for a chassis, and do you make a chassis as well? Yeah, we don't make the chassis. That's, uh, there's many companies that do make the chassis, everywhere from SoCal Speed Shop to Roadster Shop to Art Morrison. They build, they build chassis. Uh, all 32 Fords have the same chassis. That market is pretty well developed. Uh, the cab and bed and the four fenders and running boards, that runs about $18,000 altogether. The 32 five-window coupe runs about $23,000. And what you're getting is brand-new steel ready to, you know, ready to go to paint. And if you've ever restored a rusty truck or a rusty, you know, Ford three-window or five-window coupe, you know how many hours it takes to put that back together in such a way that you're going to put that beautiful black paint job on there. And uh, this just gets you to your dream hot rod a whole lot quicker. Wow. Now, let me ask you this. Let's say, for example, I've got an old 32 Ford, and my body is just totally gone. It's just rusted, dilapidated, beyond repair. But my frame and my chassis is still good. Would your body fit on my original 32 Ford uh, chassis, rolling chassis, if I wanted it to? Absolutely. If you have a 32 Ford rolling chassis, our 1932 truck cab bolts right on. It's, uh, everything is made, again, exactly to the original Ford specification, so it's, everything's 100% compatible with all the Ford's original uh, vehicles. So uh, you okay. know, it would be a super viable thing to do. And uh, really, that's the best way to build a hot rod is to start out with an original chassis if you can locate one. 
Okay. Now, let's say, for example, I just needed, I've got a, a body that's good. I found in a junkyard or something like that. And you have the fenders, the hood, the grill support, and all that kind of stuff. So basically, that stuff will just bolt on because it's all almost like all the original OEM spec uh, panels and components, correct? Absolutely. So, you know, uh, 32 Ford trucks, they were on every farm in America, you know, so they're, 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 they're around. And, you know, kids have been jumping on the roofs for the last 50 years. And so we sell simply. <laughs> and, yeah, it just it, it directly bolts on. So, yes, uh, in fact, we, we highly encourage people to rescue and restore the original vehicles. And that's what our body panels uh, are meant for. That's, that's the bigger part of the picture. Uh, the new cabs are, once we had enough of the original parts manufactured to make the entire cab, of course, we are offering that, but uh, the parts are available to uh, save all those originals as well. Okay. Where are Pacific Industries, uh, Pacific United Industries, where are you based out of? We're in Long Beach, California, right behind the Long Beach Airport, and uh, a 140,000 square foot uh, facility. That's where we manufacture and assemble the 32 five window coupe and the uh, 32 truck. And uh, that's also where we warehouse all of our classic LED lighting and do our uh, research and development for these products. Okay. And though, so besides the lighting and the, and the body panels, what else do you have in the pipeline? Anything new and new products that you're going to bring out here within the next year or so? Yes. We have a, an entire line of classic uh, uh, exterior rearview mirrors, Chevelles, Novas, Camaros, Firebirds, Mustangs, uh, the F-100 trucks, the C-10 trucks up through 73. The mirrors have a LED turn signal in them, just like some of the newer vehicles have. And the way we did the LED, it's in the, uh, it's in the rearview mirror glass. And when it's off, you can't tell it's there. So the wire goes down through the door and is completely hidden. So you could have a classic, you know, restored Chevelle with the uh, LED turn signal in the mirror. All of this is about safety. When you're driving back home from the car show on the freeway, you've got enough light. You've got the same amount of light as the guy driving next to you in a new Lexus. So you're, you and your family are safe, you know, getting back. And, uh, you know, it, it, it really does play a part in the enjoyment of the hobby. Well, that's interesting. I uh, What I'm going to have to do when I get off the phone here and I get done, I'm going to have to swing by there and take a look at them myself. Now, if people want to find out more about your products, how do they go about that? And are you a retail or are you strictly B2B wholesale operation? Wholesale. So our products are available through all the principal companies. I could drop names, but if you go online and, and just Google our company name, uh, you'll find all the retailers that sell our products. It's all the all the major principal retailers in the Ford and Chevrolet restoration market. Our website is upauto.com. That's upauto.com. And we're on social media. We're on Facebook. So United Pacific Industries Classic Division is how you will find all the classic LED lighting and and hot rods. Uh, And uh, we're also on Instagram as well. So uh, lots of ways to connect with us. We'd love to hear from your audience and and post some notes, uh, some comments uh, uh, to us on, on our media. We'd love to hear from you. Okay. Well, Dave, I want to thank you very much for coming out and uh, hanging out with us here at Nostalgic Video and Cars. I wish you guys the best of luck. you got some pretty cool products out there. And, again, I tell all my customers and all my listeners and everybody I know, you got to come to SEMA one way or the other. you got to figure out how to get through the front doors and check this place out because this is basically the ultimate uh, toy box for car guys. When you say, Dave? Oh, man, uh, if you're not here, you're, 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 not, you're not in the game. That's for sure. <laughs> Okay, well, Dave, thank you thank you very much for coming on the show, and uh, I'll definitely stop by and see you later. Again, I want to thank Dave uh, Odegaard for coming on. He's with United Pacific Industries, right? 
you know, I think I said that right. Industry as long. Anyway, all right. Yeah. Anyway, David, take care, and I'll see you a little bit later. Tommy, how we doing on time? I guess we got about a half an hour yet, right? Tommy, we got somebody on the line. For my monster from his slab began to rise And suddenly, to my surprise He did the mash He did the monster mash The monster mash It was a graveyard smash He did the mash It got on in a flash He did the mash He did the monster mash From my laboratory in the castle east To the master bedroom where the vampires the ghouls all came from their humble abode To get a jolt from my electrode They did the mash They did the monster mash The monster mash It was a graveyard smash They did the mash It caught on in a flag They did the mash They did the monster mash The zombies were having fun The party had just begun The guests included and his son The scene was rocking over digging the sounds Igor on chains backed by his baying hounds The coffin bangers were about to arrive With their vocal group, the Crypt Kicker Five They played the mash They played the monster mash The monster mash It was a graveyard smash They played the mash It got on in a flash They played the mash They played the monster mash out from his coffin rack's voice did ring Seemed he was troubled by just one thing Opened the lid and shook his fist and said Whatever happened to my Transylvania twist? It's now the mash It's now the monster mash The monster mash And it's a graveyard smash It's now the mash It's caught on in a flash It's now the mash It's now the monster mash now everything's cool, Drax's a part of the band And my Monster Mash is the hit of the land For you, the living, this mash was meant to When you get to my door, tell them what it said Then you can mash Then you can Monster Mash The Monster Mash And do my graveyard smash Then you can mash You'll catch on in a flash Then you can mash Then you can Monster Mash talk a little bit about what's going on here and uh, again like david mentioned if you're not here you're not in the game and here's the cool thing about this it doesn't matter whether you have a vintage car a classic car a contemporary car a hot rod a street rod a ferrari a lamborghini a tuna car a subaru a volkswagen a ford a mustang or whatever uh, there's just it, everything is here and there's tons of cars on the outside there's tons of really 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 cool cars on the inside and here's the deal if you think you're really, really good at building a really, really, really show-stopping car, you might want to look up SEMA and talk to the people there and find out if you can get your car in a booth. Because these guys, these vendors, these retailers, and it doesn't matter whether it's 
United Pacific or whether it's uh, um, Gojack or whether it's uh, Pilot Carburetors or whether it's Magnaflow or whether it's Diesel Sight or somebody like that, uh, Justice Brothers, these guys are always looking for a really, really cool, cool car to have on display. So if you've got a top-notch, grade A, perfect car, you might want to consider building it there. And if not, if you just want to really, really, if you build just a really, really nice car, you still need to come out here and hang out and check the place out because there's everything here. Everything that you read, all the suppliers, all the manufacturers, anything in the, anything that you can imagine, that you can dream of, is here at SEMA. There is over 2,800 vendors, okay, here at this event. This is a four-day event. This is Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, all right? And not to mention all the peripheral shows that are going on. That's just here at SEMA. Then across the way over at the Venetian, they've got Apex, which is basically more hardcore um, automotive-related stuff. So in other words, you've got manufacturers over there to manufacture brakes. People are manufacturing wiring. People are manufacturing you know, oil products, spark plugs, everything like that, all the other accessories and all the other things that go inside, all the electronics, all the data information, software, all that stuff. They're over on the other side. They're over in Apex building. I'm over here. And at SEMA, which is basically, you know, all the really cool stuff, the gingerbread stuff, the accessories, the bolt-ons, and all that other cool stuff. And uh, it's all over here, and it's absolutely amazing. Because every time I come here, I'm totally overwhelmed. And probably the single most impressive thing here when you come to this event really is the cars, let alone the personalities and the people and the hobbyists and the enthusiasts that are here, all the car guys like us. The cars, you really, really have to see some of the creative talent that's out there. And we think, oh, there's a few cars in California, and there might be some in the Midwest, maybe Texas and New York and Detroit. But it's coming from all over. It's coming from Wyoming. It's coming from Idaho. It's coming from the Dakotas. It's coming from New England. All these guys. The car culture is strong. It's alive and well. And it's doing really, really well when you get here. Tommy, we got somebody on the line? Scott Novak. Scott. Well, guess what? Scott's on the phone right now, and Scott is the program sales manager for probably a tool that most of us are very, very familiar with, and that's gear wrench. Everybody, we use a joke all the time. Yeah, a mechanic, a nickname for a mechanic is a wrench. But anyway, I want to welcome Scott Novak to the show. Scott, how are you doing? Hey, Robert, how are you doing? Thanks for having me. Super. Well, tell us about gear wrench. And, uh, I mean, it's a name that everybody's familiar with. It's, uh, you know, it's like it's uh, homegrown almost. So uh, tell us about your product, some of the latest stuff that you got here at SEMA. And how people can find out more about Gear Wrench. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Again, thanks for having me on. Uh, Gear Wrench has been around for quite a while now. We've been the innovator of the first uh, ratcheting wrench, which uh, until I joined the company, hadn't had the pleasure of using it. I tell you what, it's it, it's it's one of the most revolutionary products out there. Uh, just to have the ability to use a crescent wrench to get into certain spots where you have to get into, and have that flexibility to not come off the fastener you to uh, do your job the way you have to do it. It's, it's really a kind of an innovative product that's just done quite well for us. Uh, and we're actually continuing to expand all that to all kinds of different products. And uh, this is my first opportunity to come to SEMA, and it's, it's quite a show. And we've been, we've been just overwhelmed with a lot of people coming up asking us what's new. And, and one, of, one of the most uh, important innovations we've had in the last couple of years is what we're calling the, uh, the 120XT uh, program. And what that is is We've all had that instance where you get into a certain spot where you can't, you don't have enough room to actually move the fastener because you're maybe the ratchet's between a set of headers or something, and you can't quite, you don't have enough room to move that wrench to actually move the fastener. So what we've done is we've created this alternating pole setup inside of a ratchet, and we're actually expanding it into the wrench, the, the ratchet wrenches as well. So you've got a 62 gear in there with two alternating poles. The 120. That's where the 120 comes from. Uh, so you have the strength of a 62 gear, but you have the flexibility of 122 gear because you have that alternating pulse setup. What that results in is the 
three degrees of safety, which means for the mechanics is that you can move that wrench or that wrench only three degrees to actually make a click and move the fastener or move the balls, whatever you're trying to whatever you're trying to do. So it's it's just one of the greatest things to get into those tight spots. We use that technology in ratchets first, and now we've come out with that technology in the original gear wrench wrenches as well. So just uh, just some just things ultra successful for us and, and everyone seems to really like it. Give us a little background information on Gear Wrench, the company itself. Tell us about some of the other tools and how they got in the industry and how long the company's been around. Yeah, the company's been around for quite a for quite a while. I, I've joined I've been with the company about five years and I came aboard right after uh Cooper and Danaher were the original two companies as part of Apex Tool Group. Apex Tool Group is our parent company and we we own other companies such as Campbell Chain and HK Porter and Luffin Tape Measures, Crescent, and all that sort of stuff. And these these companies have uh, merged together about I guess about seven or eight years ago now, and uh, just really been a force out there in, in, in the tool in the tool world. And we dipped our toe in the, in the NASCAR uh, industry. Now we've been we've been the official tool gear into the official tool of Chip Ganassi Racing. We uh, we sponsored the number one car this year, and we plan to keep doing that with Jamie Murray and those guys. Um, and we're just just moving forward with a lot of great stuff. Uh, but the company, the company itself, uh, merged together about seven years ago, and uh, we've just continued to push both automotive and industrial products in our tool line. Okay. Now, something else you showed me there while we were standing earlier at your booth is tell us about some of the lighting you got going on. You're doing some uh, new lighting um, tools for uh, us hobbyist car guys? Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, We're always looking for, for new stuff out there. And one of the avenues that we've never really touched on before was, was lighting. Um, and we've come out with some very innovative, uh, adjustable LED lights for the mechanic. And there's going to be a, probably about, I think it's about three-phase release. And right now, they first came out with two different uh, sort of a flexible head, kind of magnetic, multi-stage LED lights. Really versatile, kind of get in those tight spots magnets so you can stick it on on certain things and, and hold them in place uh really really nice stuff and we're going to continue to come out with different lighting features uh in the upcoming month so so stay tuned for that um and, and just keep, again keep your ear to gearwrench.com and, and you know, all the sites that that, uh, that we sponsor there's going to be some really nice stuff coming from gear wrench moving forward this is really going to be the the, the, the gold standard of, of uh Android market Okay, so now if people want to find out more about GearWrench and the tools and how they go about getting it, uh, how do they do that? Sure, well, GearWrench.com, that's our, that's our website. You can, search, uh, you can search in a variety of ways on GearWrench.com. You can also find GearWrench products at your advanced auto parts, Napa, uh, and through channels like that. And uh, that would probably be the, the, the fastest way for folks to get, uh, to get uh, their hands on it. Uh, but certainly they can view any of the GearWrench products on GearWrench.com. And then how's the warranty on it? Is it a lifetime warranty on GearWrench tools? Yes, yes, Robert. Most of the GearWrench products are lifetime warranty. There's only certain ones that have more limitations to them, uh, things that would be typically uh, used up like like, like, bit, like taps and things like that. But for the majority of the lines, as long as it's, it's a lifetime warranty against factory defects, and uh, you can certainly, uh, if there is a problem with the wrench or the ratchet or whatever the tool might be, Certainly bring it back to where you bought it and carry Okay, good. And I think uh, Sears still carries gear wrench, don't they? They, they do. We're still in a partnership with them, but uh, yeah, that uh, it was one of the many avenues that we that we pursue. We're we're in, uh, uh, like I said, we're in uh, Napa and, and uh, Advanced Auto Parts and things like that. So 
uh, we have a multitude of channels that we, that we deal with. But Cheers is, is one of our one of our partners. Yeah. Okay, super. Well, Scott, I want to thank you very much for hanging out with us here at uh, Nostalgic Radio Cars, Radio and Cars. Tripped over my words there. And uh, I hope you guys uh, have a really great show. I'll stop by and see you again. And I want to thank you again for the little uh, gear wrench keychain that I got from you guys. That was pretty nice and complimentary. I appreciate that. And uh, so if people want to find out more about you, check out gearwrench.com. And uh, Scott, you enjoy the rest of the show. And uh, we'll talk to you a little bit later. Thank you. Hey, you same, Robert. Thanks for the opportunity. Hope you do well. Okay, take care. Okay, bye-bye. Hey, this is Jesse Combs, Metal Fabricator, TV host of All Girls Garage and The List, A Thousand and One Car Things to Do Before You Die, and now the fastest woman on four wheels. And you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Tommy, how we doing? Well, I can talk for a few minutes, and then you can try. Yeah, you want to go ahead and get the next guest on, and I'll just keep jawjacking here in a minute. And uh, so uh, I can kind of tell people what's going on. I'm actually up on the second floor in Central Hall. Actually, I'm in North Hall right now. I was trying to find someplace kind of quiet where I could sit there and talk. But if I look out here in the parking lot, they've got this huge, and you need to kind of Google FEMA, Las Vegas Convention Center. You can get a kind of a, an idea of what's going on. I mean, there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of cars, thousands and thousands of people out here, somewhere around 253. 300,000 people attend SEMA every year. So when I look out in the parking lot right now, what I see is I see all these transporters and I see these vendors. I see mothers out there. I see Coco Tire out there. I see Nixon Tire out there. I see BF Goodrich out there. I see Ford Motor Company out there. And the list goes on and on and on. And what they got going out there right now is they're actually doing test rides. So if you sign up, what you can do is they'll take you out there and it could be some well-known driver like Tanner Faust or something out there taking people around in this little killer little Ford Escort or Something like that in a, in, a, in a Mustang, and they're drifting. And so people can really, really get the feel of what it's like to go around and around and around and around in a, in a, in a, in a race-prepared car on a you know, professional-sized circuit on the backside of the complex here over between the two buildings. General Motors has their display out there. They basically got uh, test rides out there, so you can drive either a Corvette, you can drive a Camaro. Actually, you can't drive. You can ride, okay? It's because they're like riding drives. And um, so it's a lot of fun, and there's this ongoing stuff. There's tons and tons of vendors. So whether you're in the automotive industry from the body shop world, there's companies down there, like, for example, where Gear Wrench is, which is North Hall. They've got all the body shop people, the painters in there, the paint supply people, the fender repair people, the welding companies, um, the aftermarket accessories, the people that do wraps, the people that make uh, luggage racks, the people that make uh, lighting, all that stuff's over there. If you go to Central Hall, they pretty much have uh, all the performance engine stuff. They got suspension stuff. Then they got tires. They got shocks. They got... uh, you name it, it's out there. And then in South Hall is where they have pretty much most of the more the, the extreme stuff, like the major tire manufacturers down there. Dodge has an exhibit down there. Ford has an exhibit in Central Hall. Chevrolet has an exhibit in Central Hall, and they've got the latest and the greatest. So it's an absolutely unbelievable, unmatched, unparalleled event, automotive event, and it's extremely unique. When you hear me talking about Scottsdale Car Week or Monterey Car Week or Amelia Island, those are really cool because you got the auctions, you got the cars, and you got the people, and it's real, and and everybody just kind of has a really good time. And but these are those are all done cars. This is where you come if you want to get ideas to build your car the way you want to be able to drive that car to Scottsdale Collector Car Week or to Amelia Island or to Monterey or to put your car on a racetrack like Daytona or Sebring or or uh, Palm Beach International Raceway, Road Atlanta, Sears Point, Laguna Seca, or something like that. So you definitely got to check out SEMA, and it's just, uh, it's hey, you, you know what? You're in Las Vegas, so even if you're the car guy and you're here, you bring your family out there. The family can go. There's tons and tons of entertainment going on here. You can see some of the shows. There's little rides. There's all kinds of stuff going on here. It's just an absolutely amazing event. A lot of the hotels, almost all the hotels are family-friendly, so there's always stuff going on. And by the way, 
Vegas right now is probably the safest place on the planet. So this is a time that everybody should come out here and check this place out. Tommy, how are we doing? All right. I guess uh, Tommy's on the other line, and I'm just going to continue. Jimmy is not answering at the moment. Okay, that might be because he's actually talking to somebody. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to continue talking. But what I think I'm going to do is I think I can walk out this door right here without setting off the alarm. How about that? It worked. And uh, I'm going to walk outside here and uh, take a look at some of the stuff that's going on. I'm going to walk around. Maybe I'll just walk up to people like I do from time to time and we'll just say, hey, you're live on uh, Nostalgic Radio and Cars. You're here at SEMA. You having a good time? Tell us, uh, tell us about your experience. And uh, so you get a firsthand experience of what it's like. But, you know, I'm walking through here and I look at some of these cars. It's going to be a little loud when I get out here. But uh, wrestling mods are hot right now. No, and the neat thing is, is I'm looking at this 1947, 48, 49 Ford pickup truck, and uh, it looks like it's got a big giant uh, Mark Williams rear end underneath it, or something like that. It looks like an old uh, Franklin rear end, like a knockoff of one. It's got a giant radiator in the back, looks like a big intercooler. It's got a big giant pipe. It's got a couple of nitrous bodies in there, bottles in the back, and they relic the car. That's kind of a modern day term for if you can't find the car with patina. You make one with patina. So that's one of the other products that they sell here. You've got this product that uh, you can paint on your car, and then you just kind of etch it a little bit, and then you sand a little bit, and you play with it a little bit. And next thing you know, the car looks like it's been sitting out in the field for 30 years. That's kind of the end thing. So from a distance, definitely looks like that. When you get up close, you can tell it is all kind of artistically applied, but it looks really, really cool. So it's got a real tricked out Art Morrison suspension. It's really wicked-looking piece. Right over here, i got a 55 Buick Skylark convertible. Actually, Buick Special. I take that back. Now, from the outward appearance car looks pretty cool upholstery's redone it's got modern style gauges in it it's got a uh, looks like a flaming river tilt column in it under the hood oh yes uh, probably the most common thing you can do and that's for the late model ls motor in it and according to this it's got a 430 430 horsepower ls3 engine with a uh, five-speed transmission a nine-inch ford rear end underneath it disc brakes power steering air conditioning heated leather seats yep all the amenities so here you got a car 1955 buick looks like a 1955 buick with uh Dayton wire wheels on it, absolutely stunning. All the trim, all the all the all the right look for an original looking car. Until you get in the car and start looking real close, then you see everything on this car is like modern, kick butt, ready to go. Drive this car from Florida to California style kind of car. So that's the end thing. So the beauty of having an old car is you don't have to worry about letting your car go. Just hang on to it, or completely rebuild the whole underside of the car, the interior of the car, anything like that. Keep the outward appearance of the car so it looks really, really cool and retro. And you have this late model stuff underneath it. You don't need to go out and buy a brand new BMW or Audi or Lexus or anything like that. You can sit there and take your old car and have something really cool, but have all the internals. Both functions and performs and handles and stops and keeps you comfortable and plays you tunes like a modern-day car. And that's where the trend's going, ladies and gentlemen, my listeners. I want you guys to know that. I'm watching this stuff, and I see where it's going. And, of course, you got the traditionalists like myself. You know, I just want to have my car nice, clean, and cool. Well, there's a lot of vendors here that sell all the original stuff. For example, I want nice, correct-looking tires on my car. So that's why I'm going to get rid of Coker tires. Let's say, for example, I want... Uh, Interior pieces for, uh, you know, there's companies here that make interior pieces and trim pieces for your original car. There's OEM Park Source here, which basically sells all the original replacement sheet metal for your Camaro, for your Dodge, for your uh, Coke bottle body, B-bodied uh, 68, 69, 70 Mopar. So, you know, it's here. I'm staying in the front here. And uh, what do we got? Wow, we got a brand new 2016 Mustang. I mean, these kids, they are talented. And I got to tell you, tons and tons and tons and tons of money is spent on this stuff. This is... Uh, you know, back in the old days when we were kids, you know, we were, didn't have a lot of money. You know, you buy an old car for a couple hundred bucks and throw a few parts on it. Well, let me tell you something. That 
those people that still do that. I'm probably one of those guys. But these people here take this thing completely to a completely different level. Every car here practically is a show car. But not only are they just show cars, they sit there and take the shows. These are cars that they drive every day. These are full-blown cars that run, drive, do everything they're supposed to do. And uh, it's just absolutely incredible. And as I walk around, I'm just amazed because I don't care if I'm looking at a Subaru, whatever that thing is over there, you know, like a brat, I think they called it. Somebody put a small block in it. Or there's a little Defender over here. Somebody put an LS motor in that. Or you got a wicked-looking slammed, lowered Audi A4 over there, 4x4 Ford trucks, 4x4 Dodge trucks. These things are all up on, I mean, these things are all jacked up. And it's the latest and the greatest. And uh, every time I'm here, I'm just amazed. And I know that a lot of this stuff is pretty much, you know, it sounds like it's a lot of the same. But the thing is, is every year somebody comes up with something really, really cool. So what you do is you walk around here and you search out the cars that are really, really cool and different and got the unique stuff to it. Sure, there's a lot of cookie cutter cars out here and they all look alike. But the ones that are really, really unique, the ones that stand out, those are the ones that you really have to take notice because that's where the guy got really, really extra, extra creative. And that's kind of what this whole thing's about is, you know, it's, these guys come here and it's almost like a competition, you know. And uh, right now I'm looking at one of the uh, train over there. I'm not sure who did that, but I think that was a Ring Brothers car a couple of years ago. Ring Brothers out of, uh, I think, uh, Wisconsin. Very noted, well-notable um, customizer. Steve Strokes here from Pure Vision. Brian Fuller, I saw him walking around. Chris Jacobs, you see him on... Uh, with Chip Foose all the time. Chip Foose himself is here. I mean, the list is endless. And you know what the cool thing is? All these people are approachable. You can walk up, you take a picture, hang out. Um, like I mentioned, I was hanging out with Horny Mike a few minutes ago before the show here. And, uh, you know, the guy's real approachable, walking around, taking pictures with everybody. Wayne Carini's walking around here. Uh, Stacey David's over here. You know, everybody watches this show. Uh, Lou Santiago and Jared Zimmerman from uh, Carfix TV, they're here. So everybody's here. So whether it's Velocity, whether it's History, whether it's Spike TV, it makes no difference. They're all here. They're all hanging out. And they're all having a good time. And they're here so you guys can sit there and interact with them and talk to them and have fun with them. So, Tommy, how are we doing on time? Well, can't find Tommy, so I guess I'll just keep talking. Still no answer. Okay, well, that's uh, no worries. No worries. I'll just keep talking. How are we doing on time? How much time do I got to keep having? Eight and a half minutes. Okay, well, I'm sure I can find enough things to talk about. Now, here's a couple cars. I'm over here by the uh, Velocity uh, TV. Now, Velocity TV for all you guys. Um, has all the cool car shows, but they just bought out 10. So I'm actually over here by the Velocity Tent. And what do I see? Well, you guys watch uh, Street Outlaws, and you know who Farm Truck is. Well, remember the Firebird that they had on there that they basically put like a aluminum topper on? That car's right here in front of me. It's got a big 405 on the side of it, you know, because 405 is uh, the Oklahoma thing. So here's the actual car that was on the actual TV show with uh, the hood kind of looks like it's uh, blew apart and it's got a holly hanging through there. I'm sure that's not your basic holly. I see a bunch of little uh, solenoids on her, so I'm I'm guessing it's uh, some sort of fuel injection thing, and it might be even be a dummy because I can't look underneath the hood. And I'm sure there's a couple bottles in there somewhere. So, but what they have out here right now going on is this is like a big uh, what's they call it a courtyard, if you will. And then over here they got this giant stage, and it's the velocity stage, and it's uh, what they call Welcome to Motor Village, presented by Velocity and Discovery. So. Uh, a lot of people gather around because this is where they actually do live interviews with some of the TV show hosts that you guys know and, and uh, you know, follow. And uh, I'm sure you guys are familiar with Roadkill guys. Uh, they're Dotson's here, kind of a goofy-looking little thing. If you ever watch the TV show Welder Up or Vegas Rat Rod, his car's here, so it looks pretty cool. There's a really, really, really outstanding-looking 59 Buick Invicta. It's called Blue Suede Shoes. And guess who did that one? Yes, yes, yes. Dave Kindig himself. 
And uh, so this is a pretty cool piece. It's here. So all the cars that you see on TV, they will find their way here. They're all here. They're on display. They're on show. And uh, over here, there's another car that's pretty cool. And that is a 1958 Impala. Yeah, check this thing out. I'm going to take pictures of this stuff. And I'm definitely going to post it on our on our uh, Facebook page or uh, Twitter or whatever. But this thing's lowered and slammed and bagged. And uh, let's see. It's called 1958 Impala. From Velocity's TV show, RMD Garage. I'm not familiar with that TV show, so uh, but it's probably one of the new ones. So if you get a chance, check out RMD Garage and check out this 58 Impala. This is one heck of a nice car. And again, I got to tell you, you know, you guys go to local car shows and you see some of these cars. This is nothing. The cars here, the stuff that you see locally, it's very rare to find cars of this quality, especially for these cars to be able to make it inside uh, at SEMA, inside SEMA, as displays for major manufacturers, like I said, you know, whether it's uh, Magnafoil, whether it's McGuire's, whether it's Holly, whether it's uh, Optima Batteries, um, even GoPro, and they have an exhibit here. You know, those cars, the cars that are inside there are absolutely top-notch. I mean, near, near finish. Cars are incredible. Tommy, how are we doing on time? Five minutes. Jeez. Well, let's see, what am I looking at right now? I'm over here. I'm on the outside corridor. This is where all the action is right now. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on in the inside. And, uh, man, this is just a pretty wicked-looking uh, Toyota. Um, and it's kind of like a blue chrome. Now, the guy that was supposed to come on the show that we're trying to get a hold of, and if we can get him, fine. If not, no worries. But I'll tell you a little bit of his company. It's called Chroma, Chrome, Sonic Chrome or Chrome Sonic. I think I don't have my, my notes in front of me. That's for my notes. But I mean, I have my glasses. This is what happens when you get old. You kind of you know, forget things. But anyway, so it was developed by a guy out of Canada, and it's called Cosmic Chrome. That's it, Cosmic Chrome. Now, you guys, what this is, this is kind of like a paint process, but it, you could either have chrome come out of the spray gun, or you could have a chrome-colored blue, a chrome-colored green, a chrome-colored red. All kinds of colors can come out of the really cool. You can mismatch, you can blend, you can fade pretty cool stuff and uh so the gentleman was going to come on he was going to talk a little bit about the process now i did take a video of it and it's basically uh about a six or seven thousand dollar machine that you buy and you can do the whole process yourself so if you have a shop you can do this on your own might be a way to sit there and add a little extra money and uh so you know if you're a paint shop body shop right now you know this is kind of like the end thing so if you want to build some really cool cars and by comparison you know if you're talking about doing wraps for example you know Okay, so a wrap is a wrap. You know, the problem with a wrap is, is after time, they tend to fade, they wrinkle, they blister, they scratch. Uh, a wrap's cool, but, you know, if, if I was doing advertising, I'd probably put a wrap on my car. But if I wanted something really cool looking, I'd definitely go with these chrome paint. And uh, so Sonic Chrome's got, uh, got it going on there. They're pretty cool. Another car that's here that's really, really nice, and again, like I said, I'm out here in this promenade, is this really, truly wicked bitchin' 59 Caddy. And uh, it's put together by, let's see, trying to find a name on this thing. Who so did this thing, but it's black. It's slammed. It's got some custom-made wheels. And uh, let's see, what's it called? Mal, can't pronounce that. Uh, designed by Vision Rod and Customs. Three minutes. Okay, let's see. Anyway, so this thing is a really, really, really cool car. I'm going to put this up there, too. And uh, I'll tell you what, the, probably the best thing about SEMA is if you have a, uh, a, a little bit of a, the ability to kind of want to build your own car, 
this is where you want to come because this is inspiring. This is where you're going to get more and more ideas, and you can talk to these people, and everybody's approachable. Another car that's really cool over here, which I'm surprised to see, is a really wicked little 356. Now, you guys all know I'm in old vintage Porsches. And not only is there one here, there's three of these guys here. One guy, and you've ever watched the TV show West Coast Costumes, they actually showed it with one last night. What it was? It was a 356. They stretched and pulled and beat and hammered and then finished to mere finish. And they put it on a uh, Porsche Boxer chassis. So you almost had the best of the world. You had a vintage look, a 356 Porsche, but you had the modern drivetrain of a, of a uh, Porsche um, Cayman. And, uh, or Boxster. I'm not sure which one it was, but it was one of the two, but it was really wicked. But this 356 I'm staring at right now, boy, this thing's really, really nice. It's slammed. It's kind of an ivory color with black interior. And, uh, from the outside, looks really cool. Looks original. Got louver Decklid, aluminum wheels. Just a neat, 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 neat piece. And in front of that, the 62 Caddy convertible, and it's all trucked out. It's just amazing stuff. How are we doing on time there? Do I have to sign off? Music's rolling. Okay. Well, I want to thank all my listeners for tuning in to Nostalgic Green Cars. We're here live at SEMA 2017. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. Don't forget to check out our website, GolfStreamMotorsports.com. Tune in every Tuesday night on the Tantalk Radio Network, 7 and 8 p.m. Tell your friends. Check out SEMA 2017. Stay safe, drive carefully, and love your family. WTAN, Clearwater, FM 106.1, WDCF, Dade City, Tampa Bay, WZHR, Zephyr Hills, FM 104.3. Listen.